Ever wondered what unicorns eat for breakfast? Okay, so I don't actually know. But I do know that 20% of all unicorn startups are using HubSpot. And for good reason. HubSpot's all-on-one platform levels up your sales, software, and support. Plus, they have a huge collection of resources to help startups scale. And with the HubSpot for Startups program, you could save big off your first year. To see if you're eligible to save on HubSpot, visit HubSpot.com startups. Good morning, everyone. It's Friday, January 5th. I'm John Weigel here with Juliet Bennett-Ryla, and this is the Hustle Daily Show. You may have thought your holidays were over, but many are gearing up for a recent phenomenon called Dating Sunday this weekend. Dating Sunday, often the first Sunday after the new year, sees an incredible rise in dating app usage and swipes. But why is that the case and how are dating app companies benefiting from this? More on that in a bit, but first let's give you the hits and headlines today across business and tech. Kicking us off, the National Labor Relations Board filed a complaint accusing SpaceX of illegally firing employees who criticized Elon Musk's post on the social platform X in an open letter. A trial is set for March 5th, and this is something that could really set the tone going forward for Elon's companies and all of his employees. I'm sure the morale's way down there already. Next, the Biden administration is going to grant $162 million to microchip technology so it can increase production of semiconductors to supply manufacturers of cars, airplanes, and appliances, and much more. This comes right after the program's first award of $35 million to defense contractor BAE Systems. Also, getting a bit of an update, Microsoft is changing its keyboard for the first time in almost 30 years. New PC keyboards will include a co-pilot key, which will replace the menu key and give users easy access to AI-powered assistance, and I look forward to accidentally pressing it many times when I'm navigating my laptop. (laughs) Next up, a limited edition Winter Pink Stanley Stainless Steel Tumbler went on sale at Target this week for Valentine's Day. The Starbucks collab cup retails for $49.95, but the going rate on eBay right now is $200. This tumbler has caused a bit of trampling and unrest at many Target locations, and yes, it is a pink cup. Juliet, have you bought this pink cup, or are you interested in this pink cup at all? Uh, No. (laughs) No, I am not. For the past several days... I truly thought people were talking about hockey. I was like, okay, it's Stanley Cup. Every, And then people were like, I want the Stanley Cup. And I'm like, you want your team to win the Stanley Cup? You want the hockey you know, championship? I grew up in Michigan, so a lot of Red Wings fans. I was oh, like, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. I don't know when the Stanley Cup is, so it could be tomorrow. I wouldn't know. And then I realized everyone was just talking about a tumbler that um, – well, it looks like every other tumbler that I've ever seen. So, <laughs> boy, does it ever! And it has a straw, which I hate the tumblers with straws. Mm. Just a personal vendetta against them. Understood. But I agree. I also thought it was the Stanley Cup, like the hockey championship, until today, mm-hmm. because I kept seeing stories about it. And this one story came up about there being a new pink one being sold at Target. First of all, I didn't know these were so popular to begin with. They're just forty ounce cups, and there were just fights over this new pink variety of it in Target, which is pretty ridiculous to fight over a cup. I mean, there are so many other water bottles you can get there. I mean, I'm sure they have just a great selection. Right. And this is kind of, I think, a double whammy here because I learned last year while writing a story that people go 
out of their way to collect the different Starbucks cups that come out, like Starbucks tumblers for all the seasons and all the colors. And there are people who have rooms dedicated to their collection of Starbucks cups, which I also do not get personally. Mm -hmm. But now it's like two things coming together that people want that I don't understand, but apparently the demand is high. RIP Target employees who have to deal with this. So you're saying you and I should get started on a water bottle or cup business because the demand will just not stop. Yeah, I actually saw a YouTube video last year. People who are like Starbucks resellers, they go out of their way to try to find Starbucks cups at Goodwills and also at the stores. They'll go visit several stores and then try to resell them on eBay, which is wild. Wow. In serial news, WK Kellogg Co.'s latest innovation is called Eat Your Mouth Off Cereal. And it's a health-conscious, high-protein, low-sugar puff that comes in fruity and chocolate flavors. As weight loss becomes even more popular, y'all, it seems like food companies are adapting to that. So feel free to have some of this cereal after you chug down a few Ozempic. And lastly, the NCAA and ESPN reached an eight-year, $920 million broadcasting deal, which extends the network rights to 40 different college sports championships headlined by Women's March Madness. The price is three times what ESPN paid for its current package, so look out for more content from your favorite sports monopoly, everybody. Okay, and on to our main story. We're digging into this relatively new annual happening called Dating Sunday, which comes the first Sunday after the new year and is a heavy traffic day for dating apps. So, Juliet, what's with Dating Sunday? Well, I would like to assume that it is actually said like a monster truck rally. So it's like Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. (laughs) You want a date. Go out and get one. (laughs) Apparently, Sunday is always a busy day for apps, but none so much as the first Sunday of the year, which since 2016 has been known as Dating Sunday and has been referred to as the Super Bowl of online dating by match cheap dating expert Rachel D'Alto. Apparently, it's just a busy day on the apps. Hmm. On Tinder, messages and likes shoot up 22% and 18.2% respectively. People responded 19.4 minutes faster on average. In 2022, Coffee Meets Bagels saw a 47% rise in signups. And OkCupid typically sees a 70% pop in user activity. Hmm. So it's a big day for dating. And there are a couple of theories as to why. One theory is, you know, people make New Year's resolutions and then they jump on those resolutions in early January. So for people who are like, I want to be more social, I want to find a a partner, it's a good time to get started. Also, it comes right after the holidays. So during the holidays, people are generally not on the apps as much just because, and it's a lot of speculation, but you know, you're with friends, you're with family, you're not trying to go out on dates because you're traveling and everything's busy and hectic. And then if you're like me and you were the only single person at your New Year's Eve party and the only person you had to kiss was your friend's life-size cutout of Danny DeVito, you're like, (laughs) wow, what am I doing with my life? I need to download Hinge because this is sad. But it wasn't sad because I love Danny DeVito. As much fun as it would be to bend down all the way down there and kiss Danny DeVito in the face on New Year's Eve. I honestly, never mind. That's actually better. I I couldn't expect a better New Year's kiss than that. Yeah, it truly was not sad. Um, But I get it. 
<laughs> I yes, relate. I understand as well. I mean, that time in between New Year's and Valentine's Day is always such a strange time mm-hmm. for dating because you just got out of the holidays. You mentioned you're with your family the whole time. Obviously, you you want to just get out there and it's a new year, new you and all that. But also, it's about three or four weeks before Valentine's Day. And as right. we get closer to Valentine's Day, I feel like people are less active on these apps because you kind of don't know what to do. It's an awkward area to get into when, yeah. when you meet somebody like a week before Valentine's Day and it's like, oh, we, we doing this next week too? Or well, what's going right. to happen? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess Valentine's Day marks the end of peak swiping season. That's when people have either found someone or given up, I presume. <laughs> Two great options. But you know, not us because we actually have a company meeting in Boston on Valentine's Day. We do. And we're yes, going to be we spending do. it together. All of us as coworkers. Yes. I can't wait. So we will all have Valentine's this year. That is just wonderful. Yeah. I hope we go out to dinner and eat heart-shaped pizzas together. That's my dream for us. <laughs> and does this have any effect on the dating site's revenue? That is unclear because mm-hmm. – so dating apps are not doing quite so hot. Uh, Match Group, they own pretty much everything now. Tinder, Hinge, okay, Cupid, Plenty of Fish, blah, blah, blah. They reported Q4 total revenue predictions uh, quite a bit south of analyst expectations. And this is probably because people are pulling back on spending. Now, I remember dating apps being free. Mostly, I just remember people being on Craigslist, actually. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're on Craigslist and you're like, uh, M for M. I just remember like seeing a lot of those posts when I was like, looking for work or like trying to buy furniture for my house. I remember seeing like the Craigslist personal ads. <laughs> yep. And those are disturbingly free for you to look at. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. But now they've got all these bells and whistles. Like you can pay right. sometimes hundreds of dollars for added features. Like Insane. you can see everyone who's already liked you. You can really fine tune your search filters when you're like, I'm looking for right. someone within three miles of my house who's an Aquarius that uh, doesn't like kids but has cats. <laughs> and I don't know how this works, but you can make it so your profile appears more frequently and higher up on people's lists. Yes. You can actually pay to get your profile more pushed into the algorithm which is insane. And you mentioned hundreds of dollars. Yes. I believe Tinder rolled out something a little while ago that's a $500 a month subscription for Tinder, which is just unheard of uh, for me personally. (laughs) I I remember the last time I used Tinder, but but that's just insane. Like the last time I was on there, like the super like was the new big thing. And now you're paying for all this. It's, It's crazy. Yeah. And apparently people don't want to pay for all this. So there's been a revenue dip because people are pulling back on their discretionary spending. We're seeing that across multiple industries, and that includes dating. So I don't know. Dating Sunday could be big. Maybe there are going to be people, they're swiping and they're like, you know what? I'm going to pay $12.99 to send this person a rose. I think that's how one of them works. (laughs) We'll see. Yeah, we shall see. So if you're looking to get a date this Sunday, 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 then Mm -hmm. do your best, everybody. It's a free for all. All right, that'll do it for us today. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We are a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig, and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you are not subscribed, go get yourself signed up at thehustle.co slash email, and we will catch you next week.
Hey, everybody. Let me tell you about this great podcast that's available right now. Creator Science, hosted by Jay Klaus, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, which is the audio destination for business professionals. Creator Science goes behind the scenes with today's top creators. Through narrative interviews, Jay Klaus explores how creators like Tim Urban, James Clear, Tori Dunlap, and Cody Sanchez are building their audiences today. And by learning how these creators make a living with their art and creativity, Creator Science can help you gain tools and confidence to do exactly the same. I was actually listening to an episode recently where Jay had on Dr. K, who is a Harvard psychiatrist. And Dr. K helps a lot of creators with performance, burnout, and dealing with a lot of negative feedback online. It's a great hour of conversation with Dr. K, where Dr. K really breaks down what it means to be a creator today and the burnout that a lot of creators do experience and what to do when you get that burnout, because you will. And you can listen to Creator Science wherever you get your podcasts, and I definitely suggest it. Listen to Creator Science wherever you get your podcasts.